Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Northwest Baker Psychic Hour. We are on time today, so I'm wondering if we are on the homepage. I actually didn't check, but we have a caller in the queue who we are going to be getting to momentarily, but we want to let others know how to reach us today. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Please do press 1. Yeah, we're on there. Um, please do press 1 if you want to speak with us. And we also invite you to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our blog talk radio profile. And I guess that's it. Is that it? Yes. Yeah, let's get the call. Okay. Okay, we've got some background noise. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 My yeah. name is Maria. My name is Maria. I call her from New York. Hi. Hi, Maria. Oh, I want to know if you could give me two questions, please. See, somebody going to put a lawyer for my roof in my house. So I'm going to win. 1242. 1242. Well, what? The 515. The 515 is, was my birthday. So I put a lawyer. I got a water in my roof. In my house, I got a mess. I still, you know, they pay the insurance. Uh, the panel the company is the letter T. They don't want to take it out. To, I don't know who's going to do it. And in the time I got a mess, I think I, got, I put a lawyer. I don't know if so I'm going to win with a lawyer. So you have water damage in your home because of a leaking roof? Oh, yes. And that can get very expensive because there could be mold because of the water problem. So have yes. you had someone come and assess whether there's mold or no? Uh, nobody come in and nobody come in if to do that, to look at. I put a, I put a lawyer over here. I put a lawyer who says I'm going to win or not. Because well, I, the insurance. Do you have I insurance? Insurance. You have I got insurance? insurance? Yes. Tourist company. Yeah, I got oh. a panel. I got a yeah. panel. Uh, so the people who do panel it, they don't want to do it, start with the letter T. 
the company. And the insurance wanted to take it out and look at it. So they pay one another. So I put a lawyer. I hope I'm going to win. You see, I'm going to win you or not? Uh, I think so. You'll win. Who is your I insurance? Win? I think so, yes, Maria. Who is your My insurance? My insurance, all state. Oh, all state? Yeah. Yeah, I got it for yeah. so many, many, many years. You know. Yeah. What caused the flooding? Was it the rain? What did it? Yeah, the rain. The rain all over the sun. They see water coming down. I can't explain it. I never saw no. it in my life. I, you know, sometimes, quote, acts of God aren't, aren't insured. But if it did damage to your home inside, yes, they have to insure you. Because you, you, you know, so that's why you have home insurance. So right. I think, and then you had to get it. They didn't respond, so you had to hire a lawyer. So because I got the son of the the panel the what they call it the solar panel. Uh huh. Yeah, the solar panel. Right. And then I want to remove to oh, see the rest of the the roof. They want them to remove. The yeah, company they're the have panel. to remove those panels. Yeah, they have right. to remove them to assess the damage. And, and that's the problem, though. Right, that's so she, the problem. She, so your insurance isn't paid for it, but the solar panel company is somewhat culpable in this because they are not paying or not taking care of the problem. And it sounds like you haven't fully assessed what the damages are. That's You don't want to take a settlement. Right. You don't want to take a settlement if you're not a, a fully Aware right, of what no, no, I don't want to take a No, I want okay. them to figure everything. In the first penny to list a penny, I'm not got no money to pay them. Yeah, so you have so a lawyer now. Yeah, just I gotta lawyer. pay the lawyer. Yeah, well, I gotta pay the lawyer. The lawyer, the name of the lawyer is Dave. You think you're gonna win? Yeah. But I mean, the, again, do, do, whether you're going to—I mean, winning or losing—you need to know how much you're, you're, you, what's at stake. Well, the lawyer. Oh, no. okay. uh, the lawyer will okay. okay. Well, maybe, hopefully, hopefully, if it's uh, a good lawyer. So, do you have you have a lawyer right now, Maria? You have a lawyer? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and the and name and is David. The oh. name of the lawyer is David. David. So uh, yes, and uh, is he making you pay up front, or is he on contingency where he collects the money after? I I don't know how much you want. He's not telling me yet. Oh, okay. Wait, you might be contingent. Wait, you're not paying. Are you paying him out of? Are you paying him? Are you paying sure. him? A retainer? Did you give him a I, retainer? Not yet. I'm not giving. I'm not giving no money yet to the lawyer. So yes. you're waiting. Just I sent the papers. I, I sent all of the paperwork and all of the papers I sent. So you okay, haven't so. hired the lawyer yet, but is he taking a retainer or are you getting the money after you settle the case? There's two different. 
You know, some lawyers required to be paid. I, I don't know. I don't know why do they do. I don't know if they're going to take me for effort. Okay. I know I have no choice, but I got to put a lawyer. Okay. So well, the name is David. I think he's a good lawyer. I don't know. Yeah. I think in, I'm going to win. In cases like this that are so clear, pretty clear, attorneys will take collect the money after the settlement. But but anyways, you're calling to see if you'll be successful. Yes, you will be. Right. Did thank you. Did you find your ring? No, not yet. Another okay. thing. You see me. You see me. Said once I was told. You see, I soon know I get it the settlement away from my husband. Shall I buy the house in Italy? They're going to be enough. Because I will say they're going to be. Well, you know, I mean, they'll cover, they'll cover the damages. They'll cover the damages to your property. You know, it, it, yeah. if you have personal injury and you pocket money, that's different, Maria. You know, you know, you can't expect that you're, they're going to just give you money. They may they may cover the cost of repair and give you yes. the check after they estimate, and then from yes. that you can make whatever repairs you want, or you could keep the money and not do any repairs. But she would be. Are, are, no. are you selling your <laughs> home to get? Is this I got a check? Are you keeping? The I got a zip. No, no, I keep in my house. You're keeping your house, but you just want like a vacation home in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it all depends, they, Maria. They'll, they'll, they'll probably they could hand you a check for the assessment of the damages, and then with that check you can do what you want with it: repair, not repair. You know. Yeah, this I know. This I know. Yeah. I understand. I'm sorry. I waited, they got to give me a settlement in my hospital for my work. Yeah. Well, getting, no, getting, getting successful settlement is one. Then you ask another question, well, you have a home in Italy. We see right. a home in Italy, but we don't know yet how you're going to get it. Right. I mean, you have to consider that the money from the settlement is going to have to, if you're keeping your home, obviously some of that's going to go towards repairing the home. Right. The damages that you have. So, I mean, the money is not going to all go toward, toward the home in Italy unless you plan to sell your home, but you're not. See, your question is, well, well, will I have money to, will they, will I have a settlement and fix my home? Yes. Will I ever buy a home in Italy? Yes. But how you buy a home in Italy, if we see it, yes, but we don't know how you get the money yet. It may come from the settlement. Or it may come somewhere else. I think there's a second. Aren't there two things going on with money besides the settlement? Isn't there something else yes. with your husband? Yes. Like you, what is yes. that example? It's your husband. Is there a loss? No, no, right. it's from insurance. From insurance. Oh, for insurance in my husband. It's life insurance for your husband. Yeah, that's a different start. That's okay. It's not time. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Okay. Okay. I appreciate it very much. Thank All right. you. God bless. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, yeah. I mean, we we aren't here. We aren't licensed. We cannot talk about 
insurance policies or anything. We're not. That's not what we're doing. But but to give psychic outlooks on things, we can do that. But we can't. We're not licensed agents. We're not doctors. We're not psychologists licensed in that respect. But the idea is that we always have to put a heading on anything we do as psychic, a psychic impression. Right. We can't give legal advice. No. So um, we can give we can legal give opinions, ad- legal opinions, but, we but we can't give legal advice. That's um, yeah. Can't do that. Authentically, you know, certified as, you know, coming from a lawyer. It's like uh, with that girl in the paper you just told me about. She's yeah. a Kim Kardashian lookalike, and she had silicone injections. She's, I think, had a pretty big profile on Instagram. I guess. I mean, I wouldn't know, but anyway, now she's in the in in the news because she ended up dying in a hotel room because of silicone injections she got in her butt to look more like Kim Kardashian. And now the woman is being extradited from Florida that did the surgery, and obviously this person wasn't a doctor. So you can get yourself into quite a bit of trouble when you purport to be something you're not. Yeah. You know, you've got to know where, what legally where your limits are, and, you know, you, and when you you're going to be foolish enough to take a risk. That's a big risk. Um, or, or think you're going to get a discount for something by somebody who's not licensed both of them to do what they're in doing. In that case, I mean, both of them. I mean, performing surgeries without a license, cosmetic surgery. I mean, it happens all the time. There's so many cases I've heard like this, but this is just the most recent. To, to yeah, there's a lot of surgeries going on in Mexico where people get meningitis and swelling of the brain. And, why is that though? I mean, what 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 are they attributing that to? Um, their whatever their procedures are. I'm not sure. And th- but these are licensed. These are in licensed facilities. Well, yeah, but you can't. You know, you've got to be careful. You've got to be careful well, um, <laughs> with with who, who's handling your life and what are their credentials and what they're doing. Does it demand credentials? That well, kind of thing. Well, so, even going to foreign place and eating the food and drinking the water can set your whole system off. And same thing if people come to the U.S. that aren't natives. It's a completely different, you know, the, the micro, microbial balance of the water is totally different. And so they get sick coming here. So if you figure, okay, you have all those factors and then you go have surgery somewhere else, who knows what can happen. Um, it's weird. Well, I mean, the same thing with, I think they're finding in Mexican pharmacies that all, the, the, the pills are laced with fentanyl, and these are legitimate, quote-unquote, quote legitimate pharmacies in Mexico, too. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, oftentimes the questions we're asked are not really per, pertaining to psychic information. No, a lot you of know, advice. You know, people want to know something about their personal life that has more to do with legal issues. So we have to be very careful about how we answer that. Yeah. Uh, but we we are not licensed to give out professional information like in in real estate or medicine. You, you need to go to a licensed person for that. You can get an outlook from a psychic to see how it might conclude, but uh, you can get opinions, but that's different. So um, 
you know, the, the, but are there, are there contracts in the universe? Are, are, are there conditions that are, quote, of a professional legal matter when it comes to how psychics and mystics and whatnot talk about the future? Well, you know, the, the idea is that um, it's sort of unfortunate that psychics have been wrapped under the heading of entertainment. It's entertainment. So it's no different than a comedian. You know, you don't like a comedian show. You didn't like a movie you saw. Can you sue because you didn't like the movie? You know, or can you get your money back? Well, if you, if there's a famous, if you eat the steak, if you eat the steak, you pay for it. You don't get your money back, you know. Your decisions have to be made immediately, and you just drop it off. But so what happens with people who are in the creative field is you end up paying them for their time. And if they do a service and they give you the proper time for the service, that's the agreement. A psychic, Psychics can't guarantee you're going to have a good time or everything's going to happen, just like a movie can't guarantee you're going to love it. Um, uh, you know, the, the studios would be sued all over the place if you didn't like a movie. But uh, so you take your chances in, in certain areas pertaining to that. And then what psychics have another heading, and that's under the issue of faith or fate or karma, all these overlapping terms that sort of shield the prediction from being accurate. there's contingencies there, which are part of the process of taking, when you go to a psychic, you're taking a risk. Maybe it's based on reputation or credentials or attitudes from other people, but you're taking a risk when when you go into things like that, just like you're taking a risk whenever you do anything with entertainment. Well, and and sometimes, sometimes a prediction can't always be made. I, I remember a former caller from the show, I don't know, several months ago, who was asking, you know, is this person going to come see me? And it was not in stone, but she's saying, well, what do you see? I mean, is he coming or not? But sometimes it is not, there's not a solid prediction as to what someone's going to do. I mean, they could say, well, you know, you're a psychic. What do you see the end result is? But there are contingencies that make the end um, difficult to predict sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's no, I mean, the only way to measure what a psychic sees, a psychic can visualize anything that like a person can. A psychic's supposed to have some extended ability to to know what that what they see is accurate, that they're actually seeing into the future and seeing something that's happening. And, and, okay, so that's what makes a psychic work. And then you test how accurate they are by, their, by the history of their results. But not every psychic is going to get it every time. So there's always going to be a level of, of some chance. When you go to psychics that have been more correct than not correct, then you have faith that basically there's a good reason to believe in what they're seeing. But there's no real instrument. There's nothing that 
can can be based in science that a psychic soul is going to be correct. Not even in medicine can can that happen. We assume through trial and error and, and research and whatnot that results will be as we expect them to be. So doctors make some, you know, you, you should have pain for about three days. Well, so how luck. are they going to know? Well, I mean. They base it on history, based it on record, based it on. Right, research, yeah. studies. Same with a psychic. A psychic that's well-seasoned can fully begin to fully understand how they see things and to what degree they feel they are accurate or to what degree they feel the event will take place. Um, you know, you, you, we all are psychic. I mean, if you're driving from one location to another, you can either look on the map and see how long it is or by experience gauge. But it all determines a certain amount of psychic ability, sometimes based on experience, but we're all somewhat psychic. Now, let's say you're driving 30 miles away and you're doing it every day. So you go, okay, I'm going to leave at 8. I'll be there at 8.30. And there's a traffic jam or an accident that you didn't see. So you get there 10, 9, 9 o'clock. You know, a psychic might be able to perceive that contingency. That's the advantage of being a psychic as opposed to just concrete experience knowing, you know, that it takes you a half hour to walk from one place to another. So we're supposed to be able to see more than what human reasoning would would uh, compile as a result or research or whatever. And that's sometimes gets tricky. So a lot of psychics will say, you know, you can't hold us responsible. We'll do the best we can. We're psychics, but we do the best we can. And most people accept that. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. So don't use that psychic again if you don't like that psychic. But not every psychic is going to be right all the time. And um, that's just the way it works. But are, but are there, you know... The, is there a contract with the psychic and their source? In other words, how do, reliable is the agreement between a psychic and an angel or a psychic and a guide or a psychic and God or whoever you're talking to? What is that all about? And how does that get clouded over by predictions that don't come through? It's hard to say. Because you're not, you're not, psychics may say, well, my guide is here and telling me this, or my angel is here and telling me this. But there's nothing, you can't go to court, you can't show documents. There's no agreement that was made. It's all wisps of vapors. There's nothing that can really be proven. So you end up working with a, a kind of an esoteric, contract. It's not really concrete. Right. Well, I mean, you know, another case, a person wanting to sell their home on the show calls, says, well, you said April. It didn't sell. I'm still on the market. The house is still on the market. Have you lowered the price? Yes, the price has been lowered. But then you have to start to think about what contingencies are going on in their lives that are preventing the sale or what amount of karma they might have in, you know, in perhaps selling homes before or what they've done 
there's all kinds of, or what they haven't done proactively to make that prediction come true. Even if a psychic's prediction doesn't come to fruition, doesn't always mean it's the fault of the psychic. The subject is a part of it. And I don't mean to put the blame on other people. It's not blaming anybody necessarily, but it's, it's, it's a two-way street, and it's not always, it's not always concrete, a prediction. It, it's well, not skeptics always concrete. will say, you know, that's great. Right. You, you can rely on the great excuse and always well, use that as a but premise for not being accurate. Well, there's so many <laughs> cases where, you know, the, there's so many cases where predictions have been accurate. So it's, it's not... Um, you know, if that was the excuse every time you made a prediction and the prediction never came true, it would be one thing. But if there's a track record of predictions consistently being accurate, then that is um, – yeah, sorry, I'd sorry, like distracted by the chat. I'm going to listen from the car. Tina Carr. Well, Who? she's spelling type, – giving type of – it's just chat Who? room. What's, uh, what's going on? Jennifer chatting, oh, but she she's want to talk to us? well. She's she's driving somewhere, and oh. she's um. She, I'm sure she would love to talk to us, but she, I it's usually me making errors in the chat typo because oh. I can't see in the dark. Oh, you know we can't we can't always depend on sheer accuracy. You can go to the beach and it can be spoiled, spoiled uh, it can be spoiled with roughage or with uh, waves. Roughage. <laughs> You know, you buy lettuce and you open, and you unwrap it and there's bugs in it. You know, life is, there's no, the the area of things being exact and precise and is right. there, but it's not common. We, 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 let's face it, nothing is sheer accuracy. You buy a new product, you, you take it home and it's not working or it falls apart. Nothing is, so they have warranties, they have guarantees. Um, when you're dealing with abstractions, it, it's sort of, you know, you go to a museum to look at art and you don't like all the paintings or you don't like the whole exhibit. You know, it, it, it just happens. So I, I, when I first started being a psychic, I always wanted to be right. And then over time, as I got older, I thought, you know what? So what? So I'm wrong sometimes. Who cares? But you, but you look at your past record and you go, you know, I've been more right than I've been wrong. So this is a crazy business anyway. So we'll just continue on and let it be what it is. You don't have to be right all the time. And and anyone who goes to a psychic should leave a little bit of doubt in what you're being told. It's healthy. Or allow a little bit of surprise, but understand that that if you're going to a sincere psychic with a good reputation and a good track record, that you could put a little bit more confidence in that psychic. But you know, always be a little cautious of anything. If anything, that includes doctors. Right. Well, and recently there was discussion about you know taking advice from psychics. Especially on the radio. Are you okay? Oh. <laughs> um, and 
I mean, you know, calling up Blog Talk Radio to a brand new show and asking for major advice and then following that advice based on a trust level that hasn't even been really established through a relationship, that's probably not the smartest, it's not the smartest um, way to proceed when it comes to making decisions about your life. Now, I mean, you encounter a person or psychics on a, on a show that are, that do have a good track record and you happen to call the right show and they're reliable. That's one thing, but you know, putting your life in the hands of people, you have no idea where they're from or who they are is, is not always wise. So I was making the point to Jennifer, actually, when the conversation off the air that, you know, if a psychic is a trusted advisor, you know, that that's a good time to put your trust in that person and make a life decision. But calling random shows and making major life decisions is, is not probably the way to go. No, it's just Jennifer listening. Oh. I, I know I know where I have a switch for. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's just common sense. It's common sense that uh, people who do go to psychics Always extend a little bit of caution, but if you're familiar with the psychic and you know that they've been basically right, then that's where you stand with them. But, uh, you know, but now we're getting back also to the source. Of, we were talking about this last time. Does the psychic's energy come from the brain that's more highly developed or, or accented in a certain area of intuition? Or, or do they really get messages from the outside realms? Or, or are they mistaking those messages for just their own brain matter? You know, there's no real proof. There isn't. That, but we, that, that a direct spirit from the other side is talking. For we know, it's the highly developed part of the brain. That's always... appears as though information is coming from without. How to answer that question? We can't. Not, I couldn't even answer that question. Uh, but I, what, sometimes I can distinguish what I'm hearing in my head from what I'm hearing on the outside because it sounds like sounds coming from the outside. So I can personally uh, apply my, my conclusions to that at times. But, you know, it, it is a it is a kind of an intriguing question. What? What's the question? What, when a psychic hears something, where is it really coming from? And as many years as I've been doing this, which has almost been a full human lifetime, uh, that, ends, that question is still, I could stand my ground and go, well, there's spirit that talked to me. But who really knows in the end? And I'm the first to admit well, there's, it. But there's all types of different ways to be psychic. I mean, obviously, you're, when we watched the special on the brain. It's a continuing special on NOVA, actually. You were, I think you mentioned it on the last yeah. show. And they were um, talking about the subsequent episode. It was a preview of the subsequent episode. Was it in the episode or not? It was about the brain waves, reading brain waves. 
not reading brain waves, but synapses in the brain and, and, and brain waves. And you were saying, well, you know, going in to someone's brain as a psychic, part of it is mind reading. Talking to spirits is totally different than reading someone's mind. I mean, those are two separate, two separate categories of being psychic. Right. Not I mean, the same thing. I all. had a dream that, um, it was years ago, I had a dream that my father contacted me from the other side, and he was complaining because the, the contact was costing him so much and his bill was going to go up, that he was still having to pay bills up there. Now, what? So he cut it short. But, you know, he's always he was always complaining about bills. So he said, I can't talk long. This is costing me a win and a halo. And that was it. So, I mean, what, what, when we try to translate, it's like you're getting a message. I see you get, sometimes you get texts and messages or don't come out the way they were spelled. And so it, you get funny words in place of what the intended word was. And yeah. sometimes it's laughable. But you go, well, I, I know I typed the right word. Something got lost in translation. Something got lost in the energy. So when we talk about, I mean, there is, you know, um, Verizon and Frontier, Pioneer, Frontier, Frontier. All these companies, uh, they, can, they can't charge you for um, talking to, to the outer realms. There's no bill that incurs, except that the person. Well, that's uh, unless you're reading. unless you're talking to your father up from that side, yeah, apparently. I, well, apparently, he was still paying bills. But you know, the the idea is that we're we're in this. The psychics are living a strange world. You know, but how does an artist grab out of thin air without a model? How do they paint paintings? Where does it come from? From what source? Bosch. When Bosch did his paintings, was he really seeing all these horrific forms in his paintings? You know, it's, it, it comes from the imagination, imagination. and it's applied. So are psychics just good? They're just very good at imagination, and sometimes it credits reality and becomes prophetic. But where is it really coming from? I mean, you know, it's not like you've got a form in the mail that says exactly what's going to happen. So we sort of, psychics, psychics live in a very strange world. Do you, it, it, they really do. You can say it again. <laughs> and it's, it's hard to, um, a lot of psychics just give information enlightening, enticing, inspirational Inspiring messages, right. And well, that's the thing. So let's talk about information that one gets in a reading. It's, you know, you're putting together pieces in the puzzle a lot of the time. Sometimes there are validations that will come in that may not have anything specifically to do with the question that the person's asking. But when, oh, oftentimes when someone's asking a question and then you go in psychically and get validations. It's like a treasure hunt that leads to a, an answer or you're able to uncover things about their psyche or their past that, that define why they're in the position that they're in now. So it's not just, it's not just random. Usually there's, 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 
the validations connect. The validations connect. Yeah. And then you can go forward and give advice or get into a deeper conversation. About this brain special on. was talking about the energy of the hands and how it relates to the brain, that there are actually um, points in the hand that connect to different parts of the brain. Oh, yeah, so, the, the pain, the pain, levels, cold and hot. Yeah. The pain, cold and hot, and how the brain perceives cold and hot. Cold, cold is connected to pain, and when you perceive cold, pain is also the pain receptors are... are, are um, are activated, but the, but the cold takes over. Cold takes over. So if you're looking at something with so the palm of your hand that's both hot and cold, usually the, the, the brain gets mixed messages. Now, when we get into ideas like palm readers or uh, tarot card readers using the vibration of the hand and how they deal out the card, and then using the card as the level of narrative interpretation, um, that, that's a whole different matter. It's not unlike a, a preacher or a rabbi referring to the Bible to give inspirational information. I mean, you know, they're, they're, first of all, it, we have to assume that there might be some historical accuracy to the Bible, but a lot of it is is not based on fact. It's just narrative. But yet we refer to it as though it were fact. And some of us truly believe in it as fact. Not all of us, but some of us. Well, the psychic world is somewhat like the content of the Bible in that there may be some historical accuracy to it. Oh, Jeff Brothers? Yes. Uh, is one name George? Yes. Uh, does he live in a two-story house? Yes. Does he have um, three children? Diabetes? Yes. Oh, okay. So we got all the yeses. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so I see in the future that you're going to go to Hawaii. What? Yeah, you know, right. you're, well, I was right, right about this. Now I'm going into uh, into something that's fiction. But I'm saying it's going to happen. Well, the same thing in the Bible. You know, 666, the Armageddon. We're going to have the end of the world, the earthquakes. It hasn't happened yet, but every generation or alternate generations believe, well, this has got to be it. You know, World War One, this is it. World War Two, this is it. You know, it 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 it. There's an extended, even in the purpose of the high elevated sense of what we deem to be the Bible. There's not even pure accuracy. And there's, there's debate as to what, was it really seven days or was it seven million years? You know, wh what's the date? When was he born? What's his name? What did he look like? Was he black? Was he white? What, you know, we don't, we don't, we, how long was Moses' beard? Would they go down to his belly button or did he have, have a cough before the parting of the Red Sea? And was it really the Red Sea that parted, or was it a low tide? We don't know. Jonah was in the... Do you know that being swallowed by a whale, you couldn't live in a whale for three days? You'd, you'd disintegrate, you'd dissolve, you'd be shot out the whale's back end before the three days were up. You can't... You know, what's all these stories that we tend to say are true? Well, it's the same with the psychic. 
how do you how can a prediction be based on anything other than faith in the narrative? And then you see if it comes true. It's it is it is, you know, we're always faced with that, even on the radio show. When we're asked the question, we have to go into a narrative. We try to build our narrative based on fact by by coming up with valid points that can be proven, already proven. Right. Then as the basis for further predictions that are being made. Yeah. Or or to clear certain karma that might have is necessary to be cleared before something can come in for the person that they're desiring. A lot of times it's not like we've said, and not a, a definite outcome. And so there is karma that is fixed and there's karma that can be changed. And so in the process of a reading, changing karma for a person so that they're able to fulfill their wishes is a, another creative process. Yeah. Besides just, you know, giving a prediction about something. But right now I'm concerned with the fact that my mind is being read by my phone. I cannot believe this. There's something about a toothbrush cover that's in my feed, and I did not talk about a toothbrush cover. There's stuff, you know, Facebook, they read. I was posting the show. And we've talked about things. All my microphones on the phone are off. I don't use Siri, nothing like that. But we'll talk about something, then suddenly it's in Facebook feed. We've just experienced that. Well, I only thought about a toothbrush cover because I keep losing my toothbrush cover, and I think it's really disgusting to have the toothbrush in the bathroom without a cover. I just think it's gross. And I keep misplacing each of the covers I have. And in my feed is an ad for about a, a, a UV toothbrush cover. And I don't, I d- did not mention it. Now I'm really yeah, freaked being, out. I think this, my mind is being read by this device. Well, we're, you know, it's AI. We're being, we're being over to. I, That's frightening. Uh, 1970, in 1970, I wrote a book that referred to AI, artificial intelligence, back in, in 1970, the in the book. In Wimble Lord? Yeah. In the book, Mumbleord is the initial AI. AI? And Why? that was back, actually, 1970. So, and, and I don't even think the words were being applied then. Well, no, definitely not. Um, I don't. But it's in there. Now, also, um, can't find it computer words were in there. Anything with AI comes yeah, up in the in search. There. Well, I believe you. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, sale, air, everything with it's AI. It's AI. It doesn't matter. It won't search, um, it, it won't well, search by that, that parameter. Their device is noise. But it's in there. It's in I would have to search white. the manuscript. Yeah. Not so, the and and uh, computers and, and I don't have wall, wall, walls that yeah, speak. I so all of these things that, um, you know, back then when I was seeing visions that I put into the book, um, and they later became true, was maybe part of my fictional narrative slash psychic energy that I was applying but in in the element of uh, trying to make concrete what is there, you know, Orwell talked about Big Brother. Big Brother is watching, and mind keep, and mind mind occupation that we we know. Um, I know even in my teen years, I, I was writing books about people absorbing people's thoughts and reading people's thoughts. And it was 
way back when I was writing stuff as a, as a child, and having that concept that was already built into what was going to become my life. So if, if, if there's a certain process in this, what's this called, an iPhone, then, um, yeah, maybe it is picking up on your thoughts, which is can, really can scary. Yeah. yeah. I am weirded out by that. Okay, let's bring on our caller from who knows where. Hi, my favorite. Yeah, it's Melissa. Hi. Hi, this is Melissa. Hi, ma'am. It's uh, 11.380. How y'all doing today? I was looking on, I was looking at mm-hmm. picture when y'all were, like, years ago. How pretty. <laughs> Thank you, Neil and Christine. Um, my name is Melissa. Yeah. You're August, yes, right? Yes, ma'am. Birthday. What, give us the full uh, birthday. You have it? I don't have it. I do have it, but I'm not finding it. I'm, yeah, I know it's August, right? August? No, ma'am. It's um, November 2nd, 1980. Oh, November 2nd, 1980. Huh. Why am I not remembering? Okay, 414. 22. 224. That's okay. We've got a group of people calling you. You're in Colorado? <laughs> well, usually, I mean, I remember yeah. birthdays. But, um, I, so I remember that. Okay. Okay. What's, What's your, your question? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, professional people. I have a question, please. Um, my, my question is um, my so the, my dear friend, right? This is his friend. Wait, um, hard to you're dropping off your like. I'm, we're getting yeah, kind of right into your device. I can't turn up the volume of mine any louder. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my question is that um, my my dear friend, um, when when do you see like I if, you, if I'm going to hear from him any time soon in your future? I don't know. It could be a month, few weeks, few days. That's okay. I just I'm, so I have your birthday. I just have to. It's okay if you don't want to give your real birthday, but I knew that wasn't the birthday that I remembered. I mean, it was not either. I have 11478. I've got 11280. So if we, okay. we don't need to, I mean, we don't need to use the birth date, but if you're not comfortable giving your birth date, then we can go forward without yeah, we'll the birth date. Yeah, we'll your question if you want to keep your birth date birthday private. private. So if this uh, isn't the real birthday, just tell us. Um. Well, you almost, it was November 479. I'm a Scorpio. It is, it is the real one. Okay, well, so now it's 79. All right. What's the real person? 11,479. Okay. So. All right. I'm sorry. I forgot you didn't do the real one. I'm not disrespecting you. You're right about that. No, it's okay. okay. If you're not comfortable giving it, it's fine. But, you know, if we're working off the incorrect code, sometimes that disrupts the process. All right. So it's about your friends. What? Yes. Is it 32.5? Oh, yeah. 32.5. I added it up now. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Are you going to hear from your friend? Um, Yes. Professional, please. Well, what I... Okay, so... Wait, this is a visit she's expecting, right? um, My... He's my friend. He is uh, my friend and also my projector friend. Both. I mean, just no no, no romantic. Just a little bit interest, but more as a friendship right now. 
Yeah, you talked about him before. Um, uh, yes, three months okay, ago. So right now, I'm gonna. I have to work with a symbol because I'm seeing between the two of you a big mountain. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, why am I seeing this mountain? Is the mountain literally? Is there a mountain between the two of you where you live? Is there some mountain range? Well, she's I think, several thousand miles away from her. She doesn't live next. He's in a totally different state, right? Yes, ma'am. I, I live near mountain, so so does he. Look, yes, both of them. Look, you got it right. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, you see, so I'm seeing a mountain, which may be symbolic of a barrier, barrier. but it also may be symbolic of the fact that. There's a literally amount between the two of you, and that might indicate that there will be a meeting because you both have mountains. So let me see if I can get to a different zone here. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to let Kristen talk in a second, but I want to ask you something symbolically, Melissa. And do, thank the you. question I'm going to ask you has nothing to do with what you think it would be important. But have you recently uh, purchased? Any new shoes? Have you bought new shoes lately? Um, I did, and then I returned them because they were hurting. Uh, I didn't try. I, 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 yes, I did. I returned them back. Yes, sir. You got it. Yes, sir, I did. Okay. So that, that, that leads us to this ambiguous situation that he may come and then return. So there's some, there seems to be that he is coming, but it's going to be there's going to be some kind of conflict. So let's say he comes and sees you, and then the two of you have an argument. That might happen. In other words, like the shoes. You got them, and they didn't fit. You took them back. Yes. He comes to see you, something happens, and he leaves. So we would forewarn you that if he does come, which seems like he might, don't get into an argument. You know, if, if he says something you don't like and you want him to stay, don't argue with him because he'll leave. Well, I got it. Are you prone to get into arguments with him? Have there been disagreements? Uh, about him? Look how good you are, both of you. Um, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We had one uh, three weeks ago, and that's why. Um, well, I didn't say no bad words. I don't. I don't. I don't talk like that. It was just. It was. A, it was about confidentiality and trust, and that's that's what it was about. Okay, and what was the dis? What was so confidentiality uh, trust of what? I mean, that's general. Specifically, uh, what was the conflict? He was supposed to uh, help me with some form of credit, and uh, and it, it, it's sensitive to me because I rep- I've been re- this is my fifth time, and um, he let the business partner know, and I I panicked. <laughs> credit is very big in the United States of America. So I felt this was this disrespected, distrusted, and scared uh, information. Yeah. So, so I, I'm a little bit. I, we're a little bit unclear. You, he shared information about you with somebody else, and that got you mad. Yeah, he he told his business partner that he was helping me with my credit. Now I don't know what information he told his business partner oh. about my. Yeah, I got it. I don't blame you. You had no business doing that, sharing your information. I mean, you know, companies will say we do not share information. (laughs) But they do. Yeah, they do. (laughs) 
but but he has no right doing that. Now, if he said, is it all right if I share this with my colleague, we'll put our heads together for you, and do I have your permission? That's one thing. But if he just went ahead and did it. Now, a doctor could do an exam on you and call another doctor and get opinions about the disease. Uh, you know, that's different. But the, the doctor wouldn't say, well, here's my patient, and here's their Social Security number, and here's their drug list. You know, getting if he presented the information to his colleague, colleague as though you were just a, but if he started to divulge who your you identity. are and your identity, that's an invasion of privacy. Doctors can't even do that. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You're right. So, thank you. So, yes, ma'am. So, thank you for making me a unisex. So, I uh, yes. <laughs> so, 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 Melissa, I know we had talked about him coming to visit you, and this was several months back, and Neil said May, so he re- here we are in May, I said summer, I'm getting an image of lemonade for some reason, lemonade, have you had lemonade lately? Or if not, go ahead. Um, I was going to drink lemonade two days ago, but I changed my mind, um, this because it was great lemonade. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, it's, well, well. This is, this is interesting. I mean, if you, it's like the shoes. It's this is analogous yeah, the to shoes. the shoes. You, you bought a pair of shoes, you have if to take them back. If you're on the level with us, it sounds like you're, you're going to do something and then something doesn't happen. Or you take it back or you decide. So I think with this guy, you need to be cautious. Careful. But it appears as though he will come out. But, you know, we saw that there could be trouble, Melissa. Okay. So, I mean, I don't think it's dangerous. Which is forewarning. You know, I I wouldn't get, you know, if he comes out and you guys start arguing, I wouldn't. If you want him to stay, don't argue because he'll just leave. But is is he, is this coming, is he coming out here because you two are attracted to one another? Yeah, there's an attraction. She already told us on a previous show. Do you guys have like intimate conversations on the phone? I don't want to like dig too much into your personal life, but. And it's okay. Ask me. Please, Ms. Christian, you're a professional lady. Ask me. You can ask me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for asking so do me. You, um, do you? Yes, ma'am. He, he has, but very short, like one or two sentences, a few times. That's it. Mm. Well, you know, yes. just be cautious. Be cautious. Be wise, Melissa. Um, if you really protect yourself, don't just jump into sex. You know, be cautious. Um, you know, it's and if you're giving easy. him information, yeah. really guard yourself. Well, he's not, he, she's not only giving him information. If he's helping her repair credit, I mean, this is not only information, but it's access to her financial yeah. records. Yeah, is he licensed? I mean, yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, he has something, yes. He, uh, he used to be an attorney, or he's an attorney, retired attorney, because he got burned out. <laughs> Well, well, that's not, that's not that, a license not, to be a financial advisor. Yeah. You've got to be careful. We're, we, we're telling you to be cautious. And this is what makes me uncomfortable about it is that all these months have passed, and he's not come to see you. And we thought maybe this month, maybe summer, but it doesn't seem like things are moving in a direction. For I mean, they're moving in a direction, but no solid plans have been made for in in-person visits and conducting a relationship over the phone is 
totally different than having a relationship, you know, in it face to face. Yeah, you got to be careful. Something's off. Something's not. Something doesn't sit right. The way we're reading this, we're we're feeling cautious. Wait, what, are you sensing like he's gonna like? Are we we having police involved or? No, no, no. If he was going to do anything, he would he would extract money from you, maybe, maybe if that's his his goal. But we don't. We're not giving you carte blanche on that. Could involve police. That is just great. There seems to be cautionary measures. What's his birthday? Do you have it? His real birthday? Uh, Unless you don't feel comfortable giving it, don't give us a fake birthday. I I don't know his uh I don't know his year I I know he, I know it's May I think it's a fourteen and he's fifty. He's fifty. So he's born in seventy three. If he just had a birthday. Well, you know. He's eleven. It seems as though militia were being cautious. Twenty eight ten one. He's compounded. If this is the accurate birth date, he's compounded. He's twenty eight ten one. Has he has he ever been married? Uh, I I've never. No, him. Yeah, he's twice. Twice married. I'd be cautious. I would. Uh, don't be vulnerable, and be careful. You know, I the next step would if you're wanting him to come out to see you, I wouldn't give him any more information. I, I, I wouldn't do any out. financial. I, I, I would, would not stop let him and do say, that. I want to meet you in person. If you have problem with your credit, do go to a professional. Yeah. That's good advice. Um, is it, when you say, could it be also be like, I was interested in another man, that's why he became also very angry. When I think it's also a problem. Well, I mean, he can't, prov- I mean, you're interested in another man, he's several states away. I mean, maybe he might be jealous, but there's no, there's no commitment. So True. it just doesn't, it doesn't there's seem no commitment healthy. And, and he may be threatened by other men because you might, you know, lose your interest in him. If he has self-interest involved, who just be cautious, Melissa. I will. Okay. I will. Um, Let us know what happens. What? Go ahead. Um, Mr. Neil, Miss Baker, uh, uh, do you? Uh, book, I will do that. Um, you seem just to be ready. Do you, did you said before the, before August? And he's going to come out to see you? Well, we think so, but well, you know, we're very we're concerned. We're no, we don't know if seeing him is the best idea, considering the fact that there seems to be some trust issues between the two of you, lack of commitment on his part, and it just I don't know. It just doesn't feel totally comfortable to me. I agree. I I. I see with a public place or or yeah. try to keep peace. Yeah, I wouldn't the, have him stay with you. I wouldn't have no. him no, no, stay no. with you. Yeah. No. Don't have him stay with me. I, I know what you're saying. How did you, I, how did you meet him real quick? We have, we got to close the show, but how did you meet him? I met him online two years ago. Um, yeah. And through, That's but, right. but his right. grandfather knew my grandpa. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Your, okay, your grandfather knew your grandfather. I mean, that means nothing. When I mean, it's okay. There's a connection, but as far as him being a stand-up 
righteous individual, whether their grandparents knew each other, has nothing to do with it. So, you know, you met them online. So that's another red flag. Two years ago, that's a long time, and you've never met them in person? You know, you can always do, you know, aside from the radio show, you can always do a personal reading with us so we can go into more details that don't be on the show. Okay. Or, you know, that's an option if you want. You can call us and see if you would be interested in something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's not. It's, let it be what it is, what we told you. I was going to tell you quickly, because he is going through some legal battles right now with some of the business partners he has in the Linux group. Um, so you are picking up what you're feeling. You you, you got it 500% right. Yeah, yeah be careful. Be careful. This guy's got problems. So be careful. Him coming right. out is the solution. Right. His, uh, his, his motives are... The problem. The problem. <laughs> okay. All right, Melissa. We gotta we gotta close. But um, you can call us or email on Facebook. I don't know if you have Facebook. You should follow our show. Um, okay. And email. You can reach out. Whatever. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. All right. We're back on the air. I don't know if we're gonna do when. Maybe we change our time on Wednesday. We'll, we'll see. Talk we'll talk about it. TBA. Have a good weekend.